Welcome back to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Philippe. E.H. Victorville. And special, special guest star... Ricardo. <laughs> oh, boy. I, uh, keeping track of two is hard enough. Don't ask me to keep track of three. That was, that was our mistake with the, with, the, with the Nate episodes, was letting him oh. come up with names. Min. Min Win. He's back. Hey, guys. Another Happy return guest star. Welcome back, Min. How are you? I'm great. I'm having a... Uh, what have you, you been guys. up to? Uh, rock climbing. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Where? Rocks. Uh, out indoors, outdoors. It's uh, Yosemite. It's pretty awesome out there. Well, then I think the beginning of this episode should get you very excited because the very first shot is of a rock. Yay! <laughs> not only a, not just a rock. The hardest that's substance what, that's in what the universe. That's what gets him excited now. That is true. Pictures of rocks. And it's, and it's smoky, right? It well, there's smoky. smoke. There's yeah. smoke. But yeah. this rock is harder than diamonds. Harder than diamonds. <laughs> Way harder. Than harder. Ricardo is right there. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking it's about a, it. It's a very dramatic start. Unfortunately, we're not listening to the music. But there is a, if, if you watch the episode, there's a very loud Yes, brass. let's watch the episode. Bang. Yeah, turn that <laughs> shit on. All right, so on. let's go. 50 Why minutes, 26 seconds. Why are we sitting okay, here wait, staring wait, wait, at the wait. pause Hold screen? Hold <laughs> Matt is impatient today. Uh, we're watching season two, episode 13. Obsession. Uh, I got uh, 50 minutes and 26 seconds on the clock, and I'll be starting in three, two, one, play. Wow. Rock. Rock. Serious rock. Obsession yeah. by Gene. So it's a, pure, tri- as pure expert, titanium, you guys. As a, pure? an expert rock That's what he just climber said. and a rock specialist, I'll say <laughs> all the way 100% through and through. Uh, man, what do you think of this rock? <laughs> I don't think I've ever climbed rock that hard. Twenty times, <laughs> twenty times harder than diamonds. Uh, I think that'd be really painful. Are those the I guys who are like going to get zapped? Yeah, yeah, those are. Yeah, so those drink, guys are doomed. There, there are two red shirt deaths before the intro. Oh, good. So have your drinks ready. The deaths come fast and early. I'm gonna get an early start on that. Oh, so smoke. that rock is twenty times harder than diamonds, but Spock's a little ray gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just, just popped right popped over there. Right <laughs> off. And when he picks it up, it seems really. Really hard. Yeah. That is the hardest hard. piece of styrofoam exactly. I've ever seen. Spock's like, "Why did you bring the salad tongs down?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So okay. I like so, the chin up angle. I, mean, I thought he was gonna have a stroke here because he was like, "I smell warm toast yeah. or bitter almonds." <laughs> right, he does. Yeah, he, uh, he's. <laughs> that's right. That would be great if he just stroked out. Like, but he smelled but, almonds and then fell over. I thought almonds is when you poison somebody with uh, cyanide. cyanide. But I've had uh, moments. But they also like that. Is, apparently you smell it before. You can smell like uh, toast it's or smell like I toast. toast was when, concussions. No, to- I've heard toast is stroke. Really, toast. Yes. toast is stroke. We're doing our public service right here. <laughs> I've had moments. Let's where, look up where, the other signs of strokes. Yeah, and yeah. share that with our to do a little correction with the thirty. I'm con- I'm convinced that like almonds are involved in strokes too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's place bets. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this hold up. on, hold on. What do you smell when you have a stroke? According to Iran Daily, there's a popular myth that smelling burnt toast is a sign of a brain tumor or that you're having a stroke, he said. 
Wow, yeah, there you go. Very I close. heard nothing about almonds. A popular myth. Yeah. Well, the less popular myth <laughs> is that you're, it's about almonds. What if you use almond there's butter less, on no, the toast? There's a lesser known myth. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about almonds. It was brought to you by the almond farmers of America. <laughs> and if you smell avocado toast, you're just a hipster. <laughs> yeah, you're just... Oh, guys, we got to prepare. Here it comes. Something bad's about to happen. There we go. Uh-oh, smoke on the mountain. I know. There's nothing that these guys can do. Like, there's no better blocking for them other than <laughs> staring. Stand in a triangle. <laughs> yeah. I actually love the visual blocking and the, the, the lighting of these uh, this episode and the following episode. It just looks really good. Very um, I got to ask I gotta ask a question of the people who, who watched. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. We got the, no. two down. Two down. Uh, drink, yeah. Drink. Now the question is: Will Kirk care about these uh, deaths, or will he blow them off like he sometimes does? Well, he actually does care about them for a, a, a larger amount of time than he normally does. How uh, about that? Well, that's good. <laughs> Eventually, he doesn't give a shit. Usually, that guy smells some almonds right now. That guy is smelling toast, <laughs> my friend. No almonds. He's actually smelling honey. <laughs> honey. As it was. Oh, all three of them. Oh, no, he's no, not dead. He's no, just yeah, out. See, the two are definitely dead. The yeah. ones just, they look they very them, ashen. They made them powdery. You guys. Well, are... I gotta ask the people. Did you watch the episode, men? I did. Okay. It, did did the special effects of like the the blob the, the Star Trek the the Enterprise? Mm. Did it look like old the school. new? It looked old school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I, I don't think they redid this episode. I actually really enjoyed it. The, that that but old school look because the I was, episode was new. I was confused because it seemed like it was, but I for, I felt like the beginning of it it wasn't. But maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention. No, you were paying a lot of. That was a very Shatnery line reading right there. Did you guys notice? He was like, "It's something that can't possibly exist." Yeah, <laughs> which is there funny was a because real Shatnery pause. This there. is Star Trek. They All have right. teleporters. Here we go. I gotta get my phone out. Oh, we're doing our intro. <laughs> so unprofessional. <laughs> sorry, you sorry. should be ready for this. I had hey, I had my I had the app open, so I'm not far off. All right, we're watching season two, episode thirteen, Obsession. Original air date December fifteenth, nineteen sixty seven. Captain Kirk obsessively hunts for a mysterious cloud creature he encountered in his youth. Uh, Min Win, since you're the special special guest star, I'm going to give you first crack at what you think the IMDb star rating is on this episode. Uh, my, the first side of my head was seven seven, but I don't think it's that high. I think it's uh, maybe seven three. Uh, eh, you care to? Well, it is my favorite Calvin Klein cologne, mm. <laughs> and I'm going to give it a seven point one. Anybody else want to guess? Seven three six four. Ooh, Matt. Philippe? I think this one is an eight. That was like, that, oh. that, that was, that was, you bid one, we'll, like we'll, one dollar. We'll give, uh, we'll give, you went uh, way go low. Wait. Uh, Min Win and Jake at 7.4. 7. Oh. So. Nice. Matt, you didn't like low. it. This is, this is a classic Star Trek setup where the, the, Villain of the episode has a direct connection to Captain Kirk. Like but, it's not just a random thing they're encountering; it's something that Kirk already has met once. They just did the same plot like five or six episodes ago. Uh huh. Because it's basically Moby Dick again. Yeah. yeah I mean, they come back to it's this just a lot. In, this time it's Kirk is the one obsessing. But they did it twice in like five weeks. 
Yeah. Because they just they just did the Doomsday Machine, which is the exact same. Which is kind of yeah, yeah, pretty much. And isn't one of the next gen next generation movies? Yeah, also, I, I Moby, mean Moby the Dick? the first contact is sort of Moby. first contact. Is yeah, sort I mean of. they directly reference Moby Dick in that one. Raise your hand if you've read Moby Dick. Yes. Nobody, Nobody raised Nobody? their hands. I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. Minwin has. Min-win. I've read parts of Moby Dick ex- excerpts in a school textbook, but not the whole thing. Nobody reads the whole thing because it's. Like you were an English pages. major, Matt. Yeah, but w- never had to read it. Wow. And never wanted to read it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, yeah, no. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem interesting to me. I mean, I think I know the basic plot. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not interested in all the stuff about whales, which I know there's a lot of in Moby Dick. Uh-huh. There's a lot of just like you've heard that information about you saw whales. The cover. You saw the <laughs> Yeah. There's entire chapters that are just like about the biology of a whale. Now the... I want to read it. Yeah, that it sounds is. informative. Oh, I thought it was all about. I thought it was all about Queequeg, man. <laughs> Queequeg. What about his Queequag. personal journey? Yeah, Queequeg. Was... <laughs> anyway, I have not read it, but you read it in at school in yeah. what, college. Uh, probably high school. How uh, long did that take? It's long. It's not as long as some. Yeah, like well, War and Peace. Oh, Screeny! <laughs> oh, wow. Screeny is sad. Different angle on Screeny. Yeah. That guy's not doing well. I got the edges. His a bit blood more. is low. Screeny's, they're all in the red. They're all bad. Is it my imagination or did they simplify Screeny? Did he used to have more doodads popping no, out? He's he always had, looked no, more or less. Like no, he had a protrusion. He has it. It's he still there. does. You can it's right, right there. there. Oh. It's still there. Oh. Still got his unicorn. unicorn. He's got his unicorn penis. <laughs> His diddler. Some people call it a horn. Some people call it a penis. It's his scan rod, you guys. <laughs> uh, real unicorn penises ha- uh, have loop-de-loops in them. Just thought I'd throw that out. <laughs> they talked about they figured it out 19 and that, Dick. that a rainbow, a, a unicorn penis was the perfect uh, scanning pod to scan yeah, the dead. Right. Yeah, that's all technology really is. <laughs> it's just technology. magic. This is slightly <laughs> this is unre- science, you guys. This is slightly slightly unrelated, but my favorite musical memoir is Moby's Dick. Uh, I mean, about Moby, he's a really great musician. But his uh-huh. dick. <laughs> that's cool. God. you can't edit it out. We're in real time. This is real. It's live. I, I finally figured what out why. Is what you I get. finally figured out why Philippe likes doing this show. He just tests his material out on, and he goes out onto onto stand up, yeah. <laughs> um, open mic nights, and he uses all the material he tries out on us. This was, one was a big hit at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big hit at the cast. You're workshopping material, is what you're saying? <laughs> Does it go on to become really popular? Good with the audience. Just saying. Now I know. He, Philippe has always maintained he doesn't want this show to become popular. That's why he, he's trying to build his own career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at all the colors in the background here. Someone really gave the lighting designer like a clear slate, and I like it. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. I would definitely want to be on this enterprise. I remember it being more drab somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was... It's the faces of the people that you're thinking of. <laughs> Mm, well, there's that, but you know, depends on which TV or which print you're looking at. Didn't right. they go through some trouble to get the Netflix one up for uh, make it prettier? Well, no, to remaster, color correct it, or something. Yeah, 
on top of all you know when you watch reruns on on your tube tv in the like (laughs) 80s or 90s it probably doesn't look as good i think the direction for the lighting design is christmas every day (laughs) happy in your mind yeah just no ornaments Look at this sexy lighting for these guys. And you notice Box is much starker. Mm-hmm. It's usually, it's usually they, pretty soft lighting for everybody, but... They use a lot of shadowing in the show. Look look at Spock's eyebrows here. Do you think he has to go through real life like that? He must. I was wondering about that. Can we look at pictures of him just hanging out <laughs> a cash style, casual sure. Friday, not on, not working? Let me just pull that right up. <laughs> I bet you, you got the fancy screen. Internet. Hit that internet. It's a, it's a wonderful world we live in yeah. where we can answer that question. I'm pretty I, sure those are not his natural eyebrows. No, no, I'm that's sure. That's what you're asking. I, I know it's not. Really? But they, well, well, they paint them on? Well, They're didn't, fur. Well, well, didn't we see them in Body Snatchers? Yeah. He has normal bushy 70s Well, eyebrows. that was a long time after this was filmed, though. That's true. If he's like working, he you know how like you see actors and they have a shaved head? It's because they like, have a in a movie with a shaved head. You like, think he was able to shave his eyebrows into that shape? Like that every hit. every time they filmed? Like every, well, they probably had to do some grooming. Think. Yeah, some threading, some microblading. They definitely had a fast, but spa budget. <laughs> spa budget. Yeah, he might have had to like paint him in when he was going to the grocery store. Oh damn! Just look how good look so Uhura weird. looks. She's like an elf right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is like a uh, night elf. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, a sexy night elf. Yeah. Sexy night elf. I why, wish we could night? Remind... <laughs> I wish we could rewind and, and look at her because her hair is also really like structural. It was layered. Yeah. There's a normal picture. Oh my of God. Him. He looks like he's like a high school teacher. I thought he looked like a local news anchor. Yeah, or a game show host. <laughs> Pat- he's a good looking guy. I want to check. See, look, it at out. The, look at the he's effects. Nice yeah, yeah. yeah Old school. Retro effects. Those are, yeah. those are not it. remastered. Yeah, yeah that did it. not look it like was it was grainier. cleaned up. Yep, you're right. Here, I'm going to pass this down. Yes, please. There he is. Just look how many red shirts are on the screen. Oh my gosh! This is this is not looking good, guys. (laughs) I I think drinks are going to have to be at the ready. (laughs) I didn't notice it before, but I love how the uh, the red shirt is mirroring Kirk there. He so wants to be Captain Kirk. Now that guy's not bad looking. Hey, I finally I didn't say anything. I didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I, I have been watching this episode. I'm going. I think that's an attractive guy that even Matt will All like. Right. Final, well, you got one right. Yeah, we're on. We've, yeah. Done, we've done forty of these. <laughs> You've been right. You got one. one right. But I've been right once. Oh, that's terrible, all I care. Track that's all I care about. <laughs> I'm thinking about that one. Even <laughs> even the Hall of God. Fame. He's going to hold on to this one victory. Damn straight. We'll be talking about this for years. <laughs> Uh-oh. Nimoy here looks like he's an old school newscaster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, local news guy. Weather guy. Oh. He's got a nice smile. Uh-oh. Going to kill some more red shirts. Not the good looking one. Oh. No. To spoil it. So is this the- this the thing that's killing these people? It's just a rando alien, right? It's just a weird gas yes. al- alien. Yeah, that just—it's a vampire. 
alien, basically. Vampire but it's not cloud personally alien. hunting Kirk, is my point. It's just a, it's just the a he whale. He just ran into it again. Yeah, right. it's the whale. It's okay. exactly Moby Dick. Got it. He just happens to run into it twice. Yeah, but sometimes they're coming for him, <laughs> like on purpose. No, no, no. That's what I mean. It's it's are Moby we, Dick. The whole point is. Are we you... sure it's Moby Dick? Since nobody's read it here. <laughs> yeah. Min, Min, Min can tell. Can Min. you confirm Min. that is this episode Dick? is very Moby Dick? I cannot. You know. You <laughs> what am I going to remember? Wow, that of was Moby a Dick. lot of buildup. Yeah. <laughs> and then the answer was no. Here, here's my theory: the people, the, the amount of retention you have of Moby Dick doesn't change by reading Moby Dick at all. <laughs> You have, you know exactly the same amount you did. I don't want to lie and come up with I think bullshit. our new bit should be, is it Moby Dick or Moby's Dick? Moby's <laughs> Dick. Look at, look at this triangular table. Well, Who this builds guy is definitely Moby's triangular dick. tables nowadays? That's not triangular. That's like a trapezoid like a or some shit. Yeah, well, like I wasn't that. counting those two That's like edges. a deformed rhombus. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't count certain edges, everything can be a triangle. Everything's a triangle. If you get rid of all but three of the edges. <laughs> you got to stop at that triangle-shaped red sign. That's an Boy, your geometry teacher must have loved you. <laughs> That's about as far as I got with that. If you take away two of these sides, you know what you've got. It's a triangle. It helps to simplify it in my mind. Yeah. You know. I get what you mean. It's a cool table. Break it down to its, its constituent parts. <laughs> but look at this uh, visual layout here, too. You know, just the three of them all lined up like that. Bright green background. He could really be green screen there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get some interesting background on that. <laughs> yeah, they could put in anything here. <laughs> yeah. They really were trying to pick. You should put us in back there. <laughs> it's like, Jake, do a little Photoshop action and put us in the background. I think, though, right, this, episode, this episode would have been close to Christmas, right? It aired close to Christmas. It is interesting that they have him with the red and the green yeah, background. Right. It's, very, it's very hinted, at, very Christmas hinty. <laughs> we didn't tell you to uh, see his room, this ensign's room. I mean, he's hot, right? He he's he's dedicated. He wants to do a good job. Later on, he shows his sensitive side. This is does this, he? Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> Something to look forward to. Matt might have to go back and watch this with the sound on. <laughs> I, I might have to actually pay attention to this, to this shit for once. Yeah. So this new handsome security officer, his his relationship is like his dad was killed by the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Many many years ago. So, but it could so have been both a stroke Kirk and that kid have a personal, have a personal connection. connection to it. Yes. Uh, Boy, a, this thing gets around. Yeah. yeah. It's a small galaxy. <laughs> well, Every, no, he everyone's lost... directly connected to James T. Kirk. He, well, no, it was because he was in the same crew, right? That Kirk was with. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, he I, died. He, much younger on, than he Kirk. died on the, not him, his father. Oh, oh, oh! His oh. father died the time that Kirk inherited. It was in, all the same incident. Yes, I gotcha. They were on separate planets and just happened to get hit by. Well, the, this thing travels around. That's true. Apparently, it's around. It's also the same with the, not to totally spoil the next uh, episode, but yeah, the, the villain of the next episode also got around. Oh, look at this room. Oh, that's some purple lighting. Yeah, right? <laughs> and Colors. look at that, look at that. He oh. plays 3D chess. He's intelligent. Oh, sensitive moment right oh there. Gosh. Right? I'm going to have to excuse myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take too long, Matt. No, no. We need you. It, it looked like he was kicking at the bed, like he was having a tantrum a little bit. Yeah, it was a little melodramatic, but that's Star Trek for you. 
Well, this episode is is very much sort of like uh, uh, exploring the the male experience journey to, to adulthood to manhood growing up letting go of things in that what moby you are about? giving them way more credit than <laughs> they deserve men <laughs> if you think that the writer of this episode thought that he was writing a, you know a, the subtext about masculinity and growing up and like i actually think they were i don't that, well that's what i read maybe into i'm it. maybe just it's... being cynical but that sounds ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> these people were on a timeline they didn't have time to sit around they had to crank subtext. one of these things out every yeah. week they're like <laughs> have we done moby dick yeah. No, nope. well, we did uh, it a few weeks ago. That's all right. We can like do it again. Money. Actually, yes, we've done it a couple of times this year. <laughs> well, isn't that where TV has evolved nowadays? We want to see like emotional, moving stories. We don't want just you know killing zombies every week. <laughs> now you're really that, not, yeah. Now you're really not sounding like an English major, Matt, <laughs> because there is always a deeper meaning to, a, to an English major. Sure. Well, you have to find one because yeah. you had a paper due on Friday. <laughs> And you haven't read the book. <laughs> I think the subtext is the most important text of all. <laughs> that was what was fun about being an English major, though, was that you would be in you'd be in class, and the professor would come up with some like super contrived, you know, what the deeper meaning of some story, short story is, and you're like, nah, it was just about yellow wallpaper. It was not like about all this other yeah, shit that you think it's about. Every once in a while, like, I would read on like, I'd be like, really? It's about that? And I would like find an interview with the author and they were like, no. Yeah, but no. That was not <laughs> what it, was about. it was about what the thing... So what's Flowers in the Attic about? Hot twin sass. <laughs> <laughs> Are they twins? Yeah. yeah. I thought oh, they okay. were brother uh, and sister. They are brother and sister, but uh, I didn't know. They I actually... think they're. I thought they were twins. I, that, I don't know. I know they're brothers. Well, and when we do our fanfic, we'll we make really them are going to have to get into this more often. More. That, that's funny. Did all of you read Flowers in the Attic? No, we're no. going. You to. haven't been listening to the podcast, <laughs> man, because I, we've been talking. That was about that was talked about a, maybe that was we several just, weeks ago. No, maybe we just start. Maybe he hasn't heard the episode where we talk about it. Yeah, that's no. probably the case. Uh, but I did read it for some funny reason when I was younger. I thought, you know, I was. Uh, uh, you read Flowers in yeah, the Attic. Yeah, I did. I awesome. Did. Yeah. I was thought... it hot? Uh, I. I <laughs> God, it did no. get my mind stirring. You uh, know, I did. It <laughs> wasn't the only thing you? that was stirring. Uh, teenager. Yeah, to read it for school. No, no, definitely not. Oh <laughs> my God, was not a good science text. <laughs> it, was, it was. We read Moby Dick, and then we read Flowers <laughs> in the Attic. Yeah. What did you think when the mouse died? <laughs> <laughs> mouse died <laughs> you haven't listened to that episode <laughs> wow there's also a book called flowers for algernon oh completely different story but, yeah. <laughs> did you see that sexy lighting for for bones right there some nice shadowing yeah, speaking of things that we say that are wrong, I have Correction Corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Correction Corner. Uh, okay, so this is Cat's Paw. The Cat's Paw, you know, you, you'll remember that one, Aaron. That's the one with the cats in it. Yeah, <laughs> the black cat. Yeah. So we talked about going to the Smithsonian and how long it would take to see everything that's at the Smithsonian. Right, that's on display? Yes. So according to the Smithsonian, if you wanted to see each exhibit in all 20 museums and the zoo... Yeah, I was going to say there are multiple museums. Spending yeah. one minute at each exhibit 
it would take you 258 years. That's oh. like how long oh it's going to take us to do everything. all the episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coincidentally, that's exactly how yeah. long this is going to take. Yeah. <laughs> we, could be, we could be at the Smithsonian, guys, doing a podcast <laughs> at the exact same time. Yeah, let's try You to, know what they'll do? You know how they have, like, the Cheers bar? The- they'll just recreate this room. Yeah. It'll just be bar. a bunch of microphones. I've been to the Cheers bar at that museum. Have you? No. Oh, uh, there's, like, a Hollywood museum that's pretty marginal. Yeah. They have the Cheers set. Did you walk through it? Did you sit in the, the <laughs> yeah, seats? Yeah, man. Uh, so that was the episode with the guy who had the wand that had the like yes. blow oh, glass. This is about the glass blower the guy. End. Yeah. So you guys, oh, yeah. you guys called it a chihuly. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Yeah. The guy, chihuly, yeah. the glass blower. Yeah. You know yeah. this person? Yeah, he has an exhibit in uh, How am I the Vegas? only person who's you, in this room? You were not. I, I, had, I didn't know the name. Oh, I didn't know the name either. It's all so, up on the ceiling of the Bellagio. Yeah, his name is Dale Chihuly. Yeah. He is the master of blown glass sculptures. And uh, he wears we a... all know this except you, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, I guess I'm telling you something you already no, I, know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. I didn't know. I'm messing with you. Uh, he's been around since the 70s. He does like blown glass chandeliers and giant sculptures and shit. Hmm. You're, Aaron's right. It's the Bellagio, the chandelier at the Bellagio. Mm. Yeah. Is um, anyway. Am I correct he... in saying that he wears an eye patch? <laughs> Not in the picture that I saw of okay. him, but maybe it was an older picture. Okay. Maybe he's in your one. mind. Do I wear maybe an eye patch, Jacob? Sometimes <laughs> he was in a a like glass act, like he was yes, hit by a car course. or something, and had all kinds of like broken glass in him, and that somehow like inspired his I work feel... as a blown glass person. Let me just—I have a, like a little bit of a Chihuly story because <laughs> oh boy, don't we no, all? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm because... thrilled. Because I was, I don't know why, but it was like the only thing on TV was a PBS special about Chihuly. And it played like ad infinitum. So they just kept replaying it over and over. And I, I saw that. Yeah. And so I saw the Chihuly special like uh-huh. maybe like seven times. And so you're it, the expert well, on I don't league. remember very much about it except that I do. And somehow, I don't know if Jake just implanted this memory. I do recall an eye patch at one point. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, he's supervising other people. Well, he... maybe it was after the accident. Maybe it was maybe. after his car crash. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Matt, can you Google a picture of <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, also, he's, he's a little bit, I think, like Thomas Kincaid, painter of light. Ooh, he's a delegator? He's a delegator. So he doesn't... He doesn't Sweet. blow the glass and make the sculptures himself. He has like a team of people, well, and he's work. like the sort of yeah. big picture design guy. In the PBS special, he did not blow one piece of glass, as no. far as I could tell. That sounds ideal. Yeah. He was, he's <laughs> he's the boss, man. He yeah. doesn't have to. He that's just what tells them, I want these for. to do, these to do, this yeah. to do. Oh, you bet. He is wearing an eye patch. <laughs> wow. Yes. All right, I'll, wow. I'll pass this around. It's a little bit like Louis Anderson with an iPad. <laughs> but Philippe, seven times, couldn't you change the channel? It, it was really like the only thing on. <laughs> <laughs> the TV only got one channel. That happens for I me. Mean, I think part of it was like, you know, you know how PBS, when they have like, back then they would have like one show, and so they would advertise it where you would basically watch like the same like 15 minute like. Sure, snippet sure. of it and so i think part of it was that it like so i maybe watched break? it like three times but i saw that preview like 30 times kind of just hear hear him in my head like 
I said I wanted this piece of glass to be blue. You call this blue? So you saw the documentary too. <laughs> I'm making of a documentary um, in my I mind. I am blown away. No pun intended. We should all watch the documentary. By how much everybody already knew about Dale Chihuly. <laughs> I think Jacob was around Where, that day, so he knows at least he was in like osmosis territory. For sure, the he just picked some of it up along yeah. the way. Even Where is he from? Uh, I don't. Oh, okay, know. now if you didn't do the research, don't worry about it. Even if it. That- I mean, he's American. He's American. Okay. Yeah, there's a Chihuly Museum apparently in St. Petersburg, Florida. If you ever find, if you ever find yourselves oh. down, uh, well, then you know he's Tampa way. If it's yeah, let's if, do it. If, if it's, it's in St. Pete. Okay. Oh, maybe he's a native the Floridian. Of, the home of classiness, Tampa, Florida. Um, the guy who played <laughs> Korog. on Florida is not popular here. <laughs> no. Sean. Apparently not. <laughs> we, got shut down. The guy Damn. who played Korob, who was the guy with the magic wand in the Cat's Spy yes. episode. Yeah. We noticed. We noticed. <laughs> we, yeah, he, he, he moved into the blown glass realm afterwards. Um, we Sean looked up and saw that he didn't work after this. Like his IMDb just sort of suddenly ended, and we oh, no. speculated that perhaps something horrible had happened to him. Oh no, um, he might have pivoted. His name was Theo Marcuse, <laughs> and he died in a car crash in Hollywood, November twenty nine, nineteen sixty seven. So that's Aww. right after. Right after that's he right shot it. after wow. he shot it. Basically, that's sad. He died in a car crash, which is why he had Bummer. no further acting credits on his IMDb page. So R.I.P. Theo. Yes, drink. Yeah. <laughs> Drink, Drink to Theo. Drink Theo, to Marcuse. Theo Marcuse. Oh, cool Pouring one out for you. The the jerky um, admiral or commodore who's on the bridge, he says something like, I'll bet you credits to navy beans. Mm, <laughs> yes. And we didn't understand what that meant or where it... Apparently there is a navy... For, like people in the navy say, I'll bet... Or used to say, I'll bet you nickels to navy beans. So that's where the that's where they got that from. It's got a it. it's a naval. But that doesn't explain phrase. Yeah. the phrase itself. And I, I well I think I nickels it, are valuable and yeah. navy beans are not right. Yeah. So it's like it, it, it's I th- I heard I also looked this up. I heard it was wow. connected to the phrase dollars for donuts. Dollars, yeah. to, dollars to donuts. Yeah. So it's like a, the, the parent an internal Navy yeah. speak. The phrase I've yes. heard is dollars to cents. Yeah, it's fun to have your own. Like, yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet you dollars to donuts. Mm. That kind of a... What if the Navy beans Do- were like the donuts accountants? Donuts can be more than a dollar now. <laughs> yeah, probably back then they were not as much. We talked about the font, yes. the Star Trek <laughs> font. Wow. This is pertinent. Now I've, now I've, I, now. Philippe's listening. Philippe is yeah. now going to subscribe to my newsletter because I've mentioned something he cares about. Um, so I tried to find out who designed the font and the, the person's name is not, I couldn't find it, but it was designed specifically for Star Trek. It did not exist prior to so that's Star Trek. We think of it. It's... It was it was a font that they created for the show. Was it a production in-house production? They or... hired a firm to do it and I cool. forget what the name they of the firm was. They did a good job. Was, but, it's a very optimistic um, font. It doesn't it didn't have a name at the time. Now it's called Horizon. Like if shot. you look at, you know, lists of fonts or whatever, uh, they named the font Horizon. That's cool. That's a good choice, I think. Yeah, I really for like it. it. It is distinguished by oblique horizontal marks so like the a goes up italicized at an angle italicized oh yeah you're a vis- you're a visual designer. designer you must know all about this shit a little then. bit you should have been here when we were talking about fonts no i'm uh, this is enough 
<laughs> You're like, I do this shit all week. I don't want to talk about it on my free time. No, it is a cool font, though. I love the font. Very and uh, lowercase m, n, and w's mm. for some reason. Everything of, else is capitalized. A lot of thought was put into this. Yeah. Ooh, like I those skirts. See that in action. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen the Star Trek font in a... Yeah, but where's yeah? The... See how the M is lowercase? Yeah, it's and got the, the N. It's font talk, font talk. <laughs> Welcome down to font. Talk. I thought it was interesting, so I, I looked it up. Thank you, thank you for doing all that research. Uh, that's it. That's all I have for Cat's Paw. Correction. This has corner. been Correction Corner. Bam. Oh, real corrections this time. It's getting yeah, better. Yeah, that, that was less of a. Oh, I just think we should talk about. Here's this some more. stuff I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Well, wait until next week's episode. I've got a few of those. I enjoy these segues, Matt. Hey, there's, there's, sometimes there's just not enough episode. <laughs> you have to talk about something. But yeah, this is, this is when the nurse is uh, acting all motherly towards uh, the ensign, you know, really trying to uh-huh. get him out of his funk. Well, good for her. Yeah. That's Majel. Yeah. Majel Barrett. That's Mrs. Roddenberry. That's Mrs. Roddenberry? Yeah. Wow, I never knew that. Yep. She's also uh, the voice of the computer. Oh. In the next generation. Forever. This this show, every iteration of Star Trek until Discovery. I remember thinking that the voice of the computer is very soothing. What did she say? Like, calculating? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. Something like that. Uh, gelatinous cubes. Hey, look, it's some goop. <laughs> it's goop Yeah, and they gelatinous. never have anything good. Oh, he's really uh. angry at that thing. Oh, it's at the bypass. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that do? That'll come up it actually later. Bypassing what? It actually... See, now I'm irritated by him. I went from being yeah. in love to he's, being over it. He's being a little yeah. bit melodramatic. But look yeah. at this side shot. He looks like Steve McQueen. Yeah, he does. But he's still a handsome guy. Yeah, nah, but he's and, now he's just being a dude. But no, more, he's more handsome than Shatner. Oh but yeah, we all have our How personal journey, you. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just killed this show. <laughs> Shatner hears about that, he's gonna make our lives hell. Yeah. Uh oh. So catch us up. What's uh... <laughs> they're chasing the they're chasing the the gas the honey cloud and the ensign is uh, trying to win his spot back. Okay, this is where they're discovering that no matter what they had done, they wouldn't have been able to stop it on their own, which is what they both blame themselves for. Yeah, they they blame because themselves for missing their yeah, chance. Well, they're they guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're because they guilty. hesitated yeah. instead of doing something. But even if they had done something, it would have. It wouldn't have made any difference. We've all been there before. I remember a time I was playing D and D, and I had readied an action. Okay. And then the moment came when it was when I could, you know, uh, enact my readied action, and I was just panicking, and I I didn't say anything, and so I just lost the moment. And I think we TPK'd right after that. Mm. You know, I just I just get I just get in that fight or flight. I get more fright. I think I I, I get seized up. Man, your emotional investment is so valuable to a game of D and D. That's why you're such a great player. Oof. I don't know. Yeah, if you get caught up in it, that's that's when that's that's truly that's winning. That's the best. Yeah. That's truly winning, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Unless you're playing a character that it's not was would not behave that way. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing like uh, you know, uh, we're basically playing barbarian. playing versions of ourselves when I we know, play D and D. Like, I think people try to game it too much. To be <laughs> I think you're erring on the right side of that's D and D. A little D and D insight there. Yeah, it's not about yeah. Do you think he was having a bloaty day, which is why they keep doing that angle? They keep shooting him from below. <laughs> Every shot is like a completely different lighting scheme. It's just yeah. <laughs> they were going extreme. They were they were experimenting. Wow. Yeah, it's like they're not in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> different colored walls yeah. was, you know, the the style of the time. I feel it's like they're the going future. more for the visual effect rather than continuity here. I, I'm starting to remember that 7.4 might feel a little gener- generous. <laughs> <laughs> now you understand why I went so low. You really didn't like the episode, Matt. Well, I don't even remember it, but I, mm-hmm. I just, I'm assuming that it's bad. Because <laughs> if it was good, I would remember it. Yeah, it definitely takes us time. Oh, look at that smirk. James T. Smirk. There's going to be some uh, spacism in a little bit, too. Oh, good. Against Spock? (laughs) Thank God. Break it up a little bit. It's just because he's obsessed. Spock's telling him nothing would have made a difference, right? Yeah. That's nice, I guess. Yeah, I think, yeah. Kirk, of course, manages to have some sort of, some measure of healing in this, which is how it I guess I it, it differs. Kirk, of course, makes everything all about it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that too. Yeah, that he doesn't. He actually grows. Was why he doesn't. Yeah. Get destroyed by the thing. He learns to let go. Yep. Unlike that. Let go captain, and let God. Right, Sean. That. that <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, That's a, a saying. S- let go and let God. Right. That's right. I've never heard that, oh, but boy. it makes sense. Man, he, he you're right. He is really putting on a pout. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm over Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, he's I a little bitch. He's kind of throwing. He's throwing <laughs> it away. But he was given these lines, guys. He would. Sure, it's the not the actor's fault. fault yeah. I'm just saying. So I guess he's doing a good job in the sense that he really is playing up like a. You're a famous. What's that guy's famous person's kid. What's that guy's Hollywood history, Sean? Uh, let's see. I can look it up. I really enjoyed this scene. What episode of Hogan's Heroes did he go on to co-star in? The actor's name is Stephen Brooks, Mm. born August 12th, 1942, died December 1st, 1999. Mm. So we drink one to you, Stephen Mm. Brooks. Ensign Garavik. Was he on Hogan's Heroes like everybody else in the show? For a couple of seasons. Uh, Barnaby Jones. Oh, so when he hit that switch, it allowed the gas to get in? Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, the, the, the ship would have been totally sealed. Look how badass Bach is. Probably, oh, yeah. You probably shouldn't Spock put that thing so easily so accessible. On it. Yeah. yeah, just like, I'm going to put my hands on it. <laughs> this is the best. I'll stop it with my hands. <laughs> this shit isn't going to get in here when I've got my hands spread wide. Spock is normally supposed to be really intelligent, rational, right? What happened there? Well, he's saying, like, well, whatever danger it is, it's worth my sacrifice if I keep this thing out of the ship. It made me think about that moment in the Star Trek movie where, where Spock 
sacrificed himself. Do you guys remember? In Wrath of Khan? Yeah. Yeah. Is it understood that Spock is could handle the gasp? No, than an not yet. Person? No. <laughs> look at that. This. Often is the case. Look at that right? thing. His, his body <laughs> well, that's where the space. This is where like... the spacism comes in. The whole reason why he's able to survive is because his blood is different than ours. Mm-hmm. Wait, how does uh, Spock sacrifice himself in Wrath of Khan? He goes into the main reactor area, to, and, and but like, it causes poison. You know, radioactive poisoning. Oh, okay. Yeah, we like, didn't need a spoiler closes, alert for like, that. Whatever, did we? like the shielding on it. And... Yeah, it's it's a seminal uh, moment. I, it's I, yeah, it's great. hugely it's emotional. Best, emotional emotions. Yeah, yeah. You're like I have and will always be your friend. <laughs> it moved me That's when I was yeah. a young kid you watching that. Can we cry together, Philippe? You can come back when, <laughs> when we we watch when we watch Wrath of Khan. Man, you can be the special guest. <laughs> I think you need a whole team then. Well, yeah, we'll be uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be podcasting live. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that that we should hope to be doing live shows by the time we're watching Wrath of Khan. Wait, so how long before that hits? Uh, a year and a half. Oh, that's not bad. We'll be at Mar Vista Lanes, <laughs> twelve lanes of beautiful bowling in the heart of West of Los Angeles. I hope they have Black Knight light. Black light night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the best. I think it's called something else now. Yeah, like laser something. Mm. They had a different mural and a different something on the side last time I drove by. Oh, man, look at the visual setup here. Someone really spent time thinking about these frames. Ensign Garrett. Yes, watching <laughs> the show. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to think about how good looking he is. Right? Yeah, he'd be like the, the football yeah. captain. He kind of is like, yeah. Or it's water just... polo. <laughs> Did we lose Matt? Yeah. Was Matt. the episode that bad? <laughs> <laughs> he walked out. Walked out of the building. Silent protest. He's like, I'm so disappointed in Garavik. <laughs> he was not who I, I had hoped he'd be. <laughs> Would you say he's cuter than uh, Captain Kirk here? I'd I'd still give it to Kirk, I think. Wow, okay. All right. Smart. I think I agree with you, man. Yeah, I mean, especially with that pouty behavior earlier. It's hard to see. It's hard to see him past the character. Mm -hmm. What's rare in in Star Trek is that there be a, a, a guy on the show that was prettier than Kirk. Well, but you needed to have some sort of like something going for that guy, so you just don't write him off completely, right? Otherwise, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh, what an annoying little punk, right? You know what? Maybe he is prettier, but he's not more handsome, and therefore, yes, yeah, there, there you go. That's what I mean. But it's rare. Usually, the guys that are on the show that are better looking than Shatner are more handsome. Yeah. Like they're more, because they have more rugged sort of yeah. leading man features. This is the first one that's really prettier than he is. I think Zephram Cochran, that actor was, uh, he was probably up there giving him a run for his money. Right. Yeah. He's on par with the Pike, with Captain Pike. Did you see how? Just like space stuff happening out there. Yeah. They, they're always scanning. Nebula. 
You know, they got to. They have a lot of people. They're they're always on task. Is that like a Wacom tablet that Uhura has access to? She's just drawing. Light bright. <laughs> Wait, we were talking about that uh, last time. It's like, it's like a basically a like writing pad, like magnetic the, the writing pad. Guy. Ones where you're a kid and you would lift up the celluloid and it would be gone. The picture would be gone. Like, oh. yeah. like an etch a sketch, but with a pen. Yeah. Okay. Is that a name? Magnadoodle? No. <laughs> Magnadoodle. <laughs> that would be the Star Trek name. Well, that was a related product, right? Well, that one you put the thing on the magnet and it drew the metal up to the front. Okay. And then you could erase it. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, how easily we were entertained back then. <laughs> I could probably still knock out a couple hours on a magnet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I, I think that'd be hard for me to, to keep at it for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> Maybe my imagination just isn't what it used to be. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh. I was just school. noticing the uh, yeah the, the quality of the transitions. Yeah. I did not notice that when I was. Don't first you watching. like it more than the the new high def? It took I me. Do. I swear to God, it took me halfway through the episode to realize it was happening. I didn't notice until about halfway through. Yeah, that's the thing. When it when it is new, I always notice it yeah. because yeah. it's incongruous. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wonder if someone is just like, I don't feel like working today. I'm just going to skip doing this episode. <laughs> yeah. See if anybody notices. But it's better. I mean, the new ones they they don't have enough pizzazz to them to yeah. really be worth it and for the time that star trek was was done in the 60s here this is a lot of pizzazz right, right. they really pushed the boundaries here oh yeah eyebrow game <laughs> spock has such good eyebrow game right? i think he's only matched by bones bones, bones and, sometimes yeah no the Forrest Kelly's eyebrow work is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. But Nimoy, I mean, his is great. His is just, because his, his eyebrows are enhanced already, it makes his, he doesn't have to do as much work. Yeah. Bones has to do more work because he has less eyebrow to work with. Can you guys do that where, like, you lift one eyebrow? Not like Not Spock well. can. Do you think Gene had seen Nimoy do this in real life and he was like, that's it. <laughs> oh, my God, such great eyebrow acting. He had to understand. I like these next two episodes, or this episode and the next one, because it explores the uh, other characters as well. This one has a lot of bones in it, and the next one, uh, you really get to see Scotty. Yeah, the next one's all about Scotty. Yeah. That's when I realized Scotty has a Scottish accent. Yeah, because we hadn't watched a lot with the... What? The bowling ball transporter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what yeah. is funny? They said they needed two people to try to move that. But look at that. That's just floating by itself. It looks like a baby could push that along. Yeah. Right? They're not really exerting yeah. much force. Wow, that's their first uh, spore together. <laughs> <laughs> Where is a good place for our picnic? Yeah, yeah. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Right over here. Uh, Kirk, right over here. Floating. It's just floating by itself. You didn't need two people. Ah, <laughs> oh, look who's back. Hey. Hey, it's Matt. Matt's Gene's back. best friend, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Just like Gene. That's my impression of Philippe's impression. <laughs> Give us more, Matt. That's all I got. Uh, that was it's good. a brief impression. <laughs> I love how they just lift out a jar of blood. <laughs> That's bait. 
Yeah, I can see I really missed a lot while I was out. The big you didn't med- talk the whole time you were gone. <laughs> it was very awkward. Just out of respect. Five minutes of dead silence. We were intensely sad. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. But why is that jar of blood just look like a giant version of a small jar of blood? I don't know why. It's like, scale it up. Where'd they get that jar? Is what I want. When have you been? Is that a Chihuly, you guys? <laughs> That is a very beautiful Chihuly jar. <laughs> Where do you go that you see jars of blood, Philippe? <laughs> ah, oh, no. He's a Boy, Kirk guy. went down like a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. You think oh, he did. No, no. He recovers very, very quickly. Yeah. No, this is them fighting to be the hero. Right. Who's very... going to sacrifice yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very adorable. Well, William Shatner is the star of this television program, so I bet he's not going <laughs> to sacrifice himself. <laughs> that would gonna... be the end of the show. But he's or not going to let him himself... work out somehow. <laughs> you cannot upstage me in this way. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't going to let himself be beamed back. I will, I will accept any danger as long as I'm not upstaged. <laughs> <laughs> Look how slowly this cloud creeps up on them. Yeah, you could just turn around and walk away. <laughs> Seems like. Well, they've got to lure it to the yeah, antimatter. Like, like Myers cloud. Yeah. Somehow it still gets you. I mean, you travel through space really fast, but all of a sudden it's super slow. Here. But it likes to. It likes to. Yeah, it was traveling at warp two. Yeah. When they were in space, now <laughs> it's just ca- casually. It's amazing that they were able to make a bowling ball hover like that in the sixties. That's basically what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had some technology. So, oh. yes, the, the simultaneous detonation and teleporting is the, the their plan here. Yeah. Yep. It's supposed to be the, the they, suspense. They spend a lot of time scattered as particles. Yes, they do. Across space. That, that, can't, that can't be good for it's, you. It's, it's a good minute and a half um, yeah. before they get the, but look they at get them back. under pressure here. Of, like bowling ball in their in the hayricks in their <laughs> The so. transporter is an unreliable piece of technology, let's face it. <laughs> we got you, Captain, but for a good minute and a half there, you technically didn't yeah, exist. Yeah, you technically were just... <laughs> disassociated aren't, atoms floating in the mist. Yeah, aren't the atoms just like floating around rather than not existing, Jacob? Well, see, he, oh look, Bones is Bones is bitching about the transporter. That's a classic Bones thing. He doesn't like the transporter. Well, he's a doctor, not a transporter tech. Oh, uh, did they <laughs> get him? Not an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> he's up. <laughs> the show is not completely changing. That was a episode. gross whatever sound that was. <laughs> I didn't like that. I, know, I feel like they all took a. I don't want to hear that sound again. <laughs> See what happens when you walk out of the room, Matt? Yeah. Can't control ourselves. Pitchforks and pointed ears. There's a, there's some little spacism at Spock. Yeah. <laughs> we were definitely all like, oh, sharpen up, everybody. Matt's back. <laughs> <laughs> Be on your best behavior. Oh, Actually start contributing again to the show. <laughs> All right. You'll laugh. We really didn't talk <laughs> When I go back and listen to this episode. It's a good moment for Jacob to test ambient sound. <laughs> Jake, you can put some music in or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got, we've got me a little bit of music here and there now. We do that. So yeah. there it is. We have the technology. They killed the, they they killed killed the whale. The, they yeah. killed the whale. 
Well, see the upward, see Dick? the upward slanted horizontal strokes. <laughs> that mirror. Sorry, the, I was talking about the font again. The struts of the nacelle. Yeah. Wow. There it is. There it is. Well, that was it. That was obsession. Men you know what? You know no, what my reaction to that is? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but it was not top shelf. Star in the Trek. in the pantheon of episodes, Star Trek episodes based off of Moby Dick, do you think the Doomsday Machine was better or this was better? Doomsday Machine mm. is better because that guy gives a real kind of unhinged performance the crazy so you preferred captain. the unhinged performance of that guest star as opposed to the whiny bitch performance of yeah the guest star i think so i think it's more fun to watch that guy kind of bug his eyes out and go crazy <laughs> than it was to watch this kid you know mope in his room agree uh, yeah accidentally hit hard the... agree uh, <laughs> your I, answer is correct I'll, <laughs> well shoot sure plus doom bagel doom bugle Yes, it can't course. be the Doom Bugle. Right, the Doom yeah, Bugle. it's visually the, the, it's interesting. The, the, the monster is better looking more. Yeah, that was just like smoke. they took a picture of smoke. Yeah, yep. sort like of. The, I don't even the know. The Doomsday it. Machine looked like That was like something. the beginning thing of Scooby-Doo. And like it kind of forms <laughs> yeah. the mist and it forms the letters Scooby-Doo. It's a cloud yeah. chasing you. I did like how visually it looked really cool. Uh, so it makes me think about like Obsession, the cologne, which was all sold on the marketing and the ads and the sexy people, you know. Mm. So you have the the looks, but underneath there's not really the, the, the meat to keep you going there. Erin just said E.H. Victorville just told us that was her favorite cologne. <laughs> favorite cologne. That was actually, I think. I'm a superficial person. Do you still like it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing about her, <laughs> honestly. You guys remember Dracar Noir? Yeah, middle school. Was that a? That's <laughs> wait. That was a drink or a perfume? <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, I, I remember it was this. Super I just remember popular in the. I remember the visual it was a cocktail and the cocktail. <laughs> like it, it was, was cross branding. It was a you're, bra- s- <laughs> you're supposed to drink hypnotic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just put it on my underpits. <laughs> underpits. <laughs> Obsession was actually the first cologne that I ever fin? wore. Actually, in, in high school. Yeah, yeah. So that makes me wonder: Was I a superficial douchehead? Yep. Yeah, I mean, as someone who's known you for over twenty years, (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Oh, I don't know. No, I'm. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wow, I guess I've upset Matt. He did not appreciate that. I don't like people taking shots at men. (laughs) I like men. (laughs) It was supposed to be for the comedy, Matt. Yeah, yeah. That hurt, Matt. (laughs) I think a lot of people wore cologne. Inappropriately in high school. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. why I was thinking about Jacar Noir. It came in like a black bottle. Yeah, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. remember that? Yeah, it looked like something you could drink. It, and it <laughs> and it was it was so potent, potent the yes. smell of Jacar Noir that you really could put you could you could spray the tiniest amount and that was plenty. But that's not what People teenage oh, boys do. Teenage boys squirt it over themselves like it's Axe body spray. Well, we didn't know then, any better. And then go to school. Yeah, did you still wear that in college? It smells like the the perfume at the mall when you walk into Macy's, like a cacophony of scents. Too strong, too strong. Yeah, did you still wear that in college, Matt? Chicago Noir? No, I think I gave it up when I gave up high school. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't give up high school. I I left (laughs) by mutual agreement. Okay, okay. They wanted me to leave, and I was ready to go. Do you guys wear anything nowadays, or is it just au natural? I don't. 
No. Not recently, but I did have this bo- like department store bought bottle of Royal Copenhagen. <laughs> That, is that last a drink? is that a cocktail? It, it is a, it is a RC crown, <laughs> and then it's like a little green bottle, and it literally lasted me like twenty years. So oh wow! I had that, that same bottle. It was so strong. I mean, I, or I would just so rarely use it. it. Yeah. And then when I did use it, I used very little. Did it stay good or did it go? Rant? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a sense for these things. I had one bottle of Royal Copenhagen for twenty years. Like, what it could have smelled like rot. Did it smell the same in year one as it did in year 20? <laughs> in my mind, it did. Okay. But probably not. Well, there you go. That's been yeah. cologne talk. Cologne talk. Oh, yeah. So nobody wears cologne at all? I do, no. I do, I do. Yeah, I what do you wear? Shonda, uh, at least occasionally. I, I wear, it's, it's, Remember? I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. done with cologne talk. Bed, Bed Bath & Beyond, their men's line. It's called like Ocean What's Wave it smell like? Or something like Where does it take know. you? It's, it's <laughs> very it's very sea breeze, very you know ocean Montauk. spray. It's not a musky, it's more of a it's more of a citrusy. Yeah, yeah. Montauk in the early fall before it gets too rainy. <laughs> the perfect season. It smells of wet cement. <laughs> Dead faded seals. dreams. Yeah. Hipsters yeah, from New York. Exactly. Faded dreams. <laughs> Unachieved goal. Yeah. <laughs> That's my the new the new, new reality new, fragrance from new, Cal- new from the creators of war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take the ambergris from all the white whales yeah. that are left in the world. That are left in the world. Ah. It's called regret. <laughs> regret. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> like you're hocking up something. <laughs> Last of its species. Yeah. Uh, Pre-orders oh. coming soon. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> On that note, does anybody else have anything they'd like to uh, It's not going to get any better than that. Not right. a damn thing. All right. Stop now. Good night. I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Le- Jake. I believe. Uh, I'm Min Ricardo Wynn. <laughs> E.H. Victorell. Good night.